Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of InfoBlips. My name is John Hanks and I am the host of this podcast. Today's date is April 14th, 2020. I sincerely thank each and every one of you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. By listening to this podcast, you are supporting the dissemination of factual information and I thank Anchor FM for hosting this podcast and making it available on any platform you receive your podcast. Depending on the platform you're on, I'd like you to rate the podcast, like the podcast, and if you're on Anchor FM, if you could press the message button, leave me a voicemail, and with your permission, I will play it back on our next podcast. If you'd like to contact me, you may send me an email at infoblips at activist.com. That's infoblips, the at sign, activist.com. Okay, so I'm hot and fired up today. I've been saying on Facebook and anywhere anyone would listen to me that Donald Trump is a threat to our democracy, would dismantle and destroy this republic. Now, some people listen and some people say, well, he's just reactionary. Just like they said, I was reactionary when I said this was a pandemic before the WHO even said it was a pandemic. Just like I told people, you should be wearing masks. Wear masks before the WHO even said wear masks. And just like I reported last night about the food chain being disrupted by the largest milk distribution company in America dumping milk and one of the largest produce companies actually letting produce rot in the field. And I also talked about Tyson chicken plants closing down. Now you didn't hear this on the mainstream media. You, If you listened, you heard this right here on InfoBlips. So today my intention is to do a serious deep dive into the 10th amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America. But first, I'm gonna read you comments that United States President Donald Trump made yesterday. So this is Donald Trump's direct quote, April 13th, 2020. When somebody is president of the United States, the authority is total. That, my friends, is the most incorrect and extremely dangerous quote that Donald Trump has ever made as president. See, Donald Trump was responding to several governors getting together and saying uh, when they were going to return back to some sort of normalcy in their states. And they articulated it extremely well. Well, of course, this angered and Donald Trump because he wants to be in charge. He wants to be in control. He wants to be king. And that in itself is the problem. He is setting up an authoritarian government by taking over the DOJ, by stacking people who agree with his way of thinking into the Supreme Court. And let's not forget about filling all the empty judge seats, uh, federal judge seats, with conservative right-wing judges that will back anything that the Republican Party say. And unless we the people speak out, unless we the people take action, he is going to take over this country, destroy our democracy, and totally annihilate our republic. Now is the time for all good people to come to the aid of their country. I'm done being patient. I'm done being polite. I'm finished with all that because this is a time for action. This is serious stuff. And if you guys don't see this, then you're asleep. I've been saying things on Facebook, awake, awake, awake. It's time to wake the hell up. This is serious. And once again, this is why I am very thankful to Anchor FM that allows the democratization of free speech that allows people like me 
to get out on the internet. Because unless you try to do this before the other way, it is extremely difficult. With Anchor, it is not. And actually, you can forget about getting on radio or in the mainstream media because you will not. I have attempted to do that. Radio stations get on and they, it won't happen, believe me. You have to tote a line and they have sacred cows. You can't talk about certain people. I've been there, done that. And this is why I am doing podcasting. So let's get into the 10th Amendment. Okay, so the 10th Amendment was part of the Bill of Rights that was added to the Constitution on December 15, 1791. So breaking it down plainly, the 10th Amendment states that any power not specifically given to the federal government by the Constitution belongs to the state and the people. Now, the 10th Amendment, which is the last amendment to the Constitution, well, actually, to the Bill of Rights, was added to calm the fears of people that a centralized national government would not overtake state rights and or its people. Now, these people were called Federalists, and they had something called the Federalist Papers, and we'll get into that some other time. And so here's the deal. The Federalists, see, the Constitution wasn't even ratified until after the Bill of Rights was put into the Constitution, and it wasn't ratified until after the Tenth Amendment was put in because people were afraid that a national government would be like the government that they left, the type of King George type of government. The 10th Amendment is the embodiment of the opinion that the federal government only has the power that it is given to it in the Constitution. And basically what that means, if it is not in the Constitution, if it does not say the federal government shall, then they don't have the right to do it. So see, like the states have general powers within their boundaries. See, the framers created the 10th Amendment because they were cautious of a all-powerful, centralized, disconnected government. The 10th Amendment guarantees that the federal government only has general and limited enumerated powers. And, and here's another thing about the Constitution. Nowhere, nowhere in the Constitution does it say the government or the state has rights. The Constitution only says that people have rights. So here's how it breaks down. The national government has power given to it by the people. States governments have more power than the federal government has or different powers than the federal government has. And all other rights that are not mentioned or mentioned belong to the people. And this is why it just irks me and gets under my skin when people say, I don't wanna have nothing to do with politics. Uh, politics doesn't bother me. Politics and the Constitution controls everything you do in your life. The rights you have to do things, the rights you have not to do things. And see, it's always been my understanding is you have to understand the game in order to win at the game. And most of us don't understand the game because they make us busy. They make us busy making a living. They make us busy watching TV. They make us busy with sports. They make us busy with entertainment. They make us busy with music. And people don't stop to say, hey, wait a minute, where are my tax dollars going? And if I don't want them to go there, what do I do? See, people fought and died. People shed blood for our rights. And if you are black and you don't understand the Constitution, but you understand every word to the one of them songs out there, you're playing yourself. Hey, look, I 
don't know all the words to the Constitution, but I have a book that I have had for 35 years that's a little constitutional, pocket constitutional book that I could go to anytime. Now, that was before there was internet. Now, all you got to do on your phone is ask Google or ask Siri and they will tell you. See, honestly, we as a people have to stop being stuck on stupid. We have the ultimate power when it comes down to our democracy. We don't utilize it. And hey, I'm not only talking about black people. Anybody, anybody that knows the sports lineup of their favorite team but don't know anything about the Constitution, you're playing yourself. Because I can tell you, those ball players don't give a damn about you. And hey, look, I don't expect people to get into it the way I do. I enjoy politics. I enjoy research. I enjoy history. This might not be what you enjoy. Do what you enjoy, but at least have some type of knowledge. I enjoy this, but I have knowledge about all the other things I just talked about. At least have knowledge. Or tune into InfoBlips and get your information and your knowledge from here. Okay, that was a shameless plug. And listen, I'm not talking down to nobody. So if you're offended by this, then perhaps you should check out where, where, you're, where you're coming from. I'm trying to fire people up to get them to understand that this is getting ready to go down. Everything that we've been talking about for years is getting ready to happen. Well, not getting ready to happen. It's already happening. See, look, there's one thing that politicians said. Always they say, don't let a good crisis go to waste. So do I stay home? Yes, I stay home because it's for the good of everybody. So yes, I follow those rules. But what we have to understand is that there are other sets of rules and other set of plans that's being pushed on us in the middle of all this crisis. Now, there are some people that are saying, hey, those numbers aren't real. Believe me, you don't have to believe me. Go check it out. They are real. People are dying on a daily basis. They are very real. People are saying, oh, well, this virus was man-made. You got proof? If you do, share it with me, I'll air it. But if you don't, then just be quiet about it and do the research. See, and don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted saying, well, he's inciting violence. No, I'm not. What I'm exciting is an intellectual revolution when people decide to act upon what they believe. There are very intelligent people out there. We have to find a way to have our voices respected, heard, and our requests followed. In order to do that, we have to drop all of this uh, division. We got to drop division in every community, all races. We have to drop the division in all religions. We have to drop the division in all political parties. And the thing of it is, is this. If you are closer to being broken homeless than you are to being a multi-millionaire, then you need to be with me. I think it was yesterday or the day before, one of the episodes before, I gave the disparity between the haves and the have-nots and how the 1% or how the haves have totally just taken everything that we're working for. And they don't pay taxes. They don't pay taxes back into the system. They take money from the system. Then they have everyday people thinking, well, those people that receive welfare, um, they are they, they are no worse than the individuals who sitting up there in a brass ivory tower that's flying all around the world on our dollar. And you know what? I'm wrong. They are worse. Those people, those corrupt corporate capitalists are worse because they could pay. They can actually make America the, 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 the dream that it's supposed to be, but they're not. And for lack of a better word is greed. That's all it is. Greed. See, the powerful, and, and I had the privilege of knowing a couple of them. The powerful, they're like junkies. 
They really are. They get drunk on power. They get drunk on money. They just, they're like junkies. Junkies want to get high all the time. Well, these people got to be high all the time with power. Got to be high all the time with money. That money, that is their drug of preference and their God. You know, there's a saying that people misuse all the time. They say, oh, money is the root of all evil, but it's not written that way. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. So getting back to the 10th Amendment, Donald Trump is wrong. He's dead wrong. He does not have total power. He cannot tell the governors what to do. And Mike Pence came out a little while afterwards trying to soft pedal it. We're going to issue, the government will issue guidelines for the governors. You can issue whatever the hell you want. They don't have to listen. And then like the true bully Donald Trump is, he tweeted out, he had the nerve to tweet out, to tell the governors, to all you Democratic governors, Mutiny on the Bounty was one of my favorite movies. I like that music movie. A good mutiny sometimes is good to watch, but they can't win because they need so much from the king. You ain't nobody's king. And yes, I'm hot. A friend of mine, um, very good friend of mine I grew up with, we do not believe politically, um, but he said, why does this stuff get you so angry? And I said, because it's the Constitution. There's one thing, man, one thing. Either we are a nation of laws or we are not. If we are not a nation of laws, please let me know. But if we are a nation of laws, then we have to hold everyone accountable to those laws, not just the people that don't have money. Everybody should be held accountable to the same laws. If not, it is not a democracy. It is not a fair system. And the serious part about this is if we allow Donald Trump to get away with this, he will set a precedent and we will lose the rights that we have and he will be able to argue it in court and probably win because he has all the federal judges on his side. So look into the 10th Amendment. Ask Siri, ask Google, they'll read it to you. Hell, go to Khan Academy, they'll explain it to you. There's some other things I want to get to. I know this is going to be a long podcast and most of y'all won't listen, but I got to get it out there because historically this will make a difference. So yesterday um, in the United States, a governor, uh, Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania, uh, one of the seven governors in the Northeast who agreed to draw up plans to reopen the businesses and schools said, seeing as though we had the responsibility to shut down and close down the schools and closing down their states. He said, I think we probably have the primary responsibility for opening it, opening it up. Now the governor of California, Oregon and Washington are in agreement with him. I mean, come on, let's face it. In this crisis, the federal government was nowhere to be seen. They did nothing. All they really did was make this worse than what it should have been if Donald Trump would have actually paid attention 70 days before all of this became a real problem here in the United States. Now, along the same lines, yesterday's supposedly briefing by Donald Trump turned into be nothing more than a, a campaign rally. He actually had a film that was made, he said made in his office, which is a violation of the election laws. He used government people to make a campaign film for him, but he did it to try to spin history, to spin history so his followers can say, well, yeah, Donald did do that. Donald Trump was a failure. He was a failure, period, and simple in this thing. 
And if it hadn't been for the governors, we would be in serious trouble right now. And everybody in the whole wide world knows this. And moving along to another situation, um, a sailor from the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, you remember that. I reported that about two or three times ago, uh, episodes ago. Yeah, where their captain was uh, fired because he basically told the media, hey, we have coronavirus here and no one's doing anything about it. Well, a sailor died, okay? This is two weeks after the captain was fired uh, because of exposing the outbreak. And now uh, I just read 900, 900 sailors on that aircraft carrier has COVID-19. I have a friend and I have a lot of, I have people in the military and they're like, orders are orders. Okay, so let me ask you a question. What would you feel if one of your sons or daughter was on that aircraft carrier and COVID-19 was rumping rapid through there and nothing was being done? And there's a more important question that I asked of my friends and they never answered it and they're not going to. But if you are in the military and you are told to fire up on American citizens that are not doing any type of violent crime, would you do it? If you are on an aircraft carrier, if you are in an airplane and you're giving orders to bomb an American city, would you do it? See, I don't care. Orders are not the absolute authority. Orders are made and written by men who have made major mistakes and cost hundreds and thousands of lives. Orders got this country into several wars that were fake, but cost thousands of lives and cost us billions of dollars. Of course, most of that money went to the corrupt corporate capitalists that created companies to service the war effort. Ask anybody who was in theater about Halliburton. Yeah, I know this podcast was long and I was kind of heated, but I want to start some type of movement where we call our governors and tell them that we support them. I'm gonna see how this will roll out and I'll get the numbers of all the governors and post them here or tell you about it here or post it on my Facebook page. We have to let these people know that we're behind them so that they don't feel as though they have to follow Donald Trump or pay some type of cost. Now he is a vengeful individual and he will try to do everything he can to hurt those people or hurt the people of the state that don't follow what he's putting out. And see, honestly, he's afraid. If Donald Trump loses this election, he's going to jail. So he is basically fighting for his life. As James Carville said, the Republicans will kill people to stay in power. And I truly believe that. Okay, so hey, um, check me out tomorrow. Check out the podcast tomorrow. We're going to talk about why Donald Trump is pushing this drug so bad. The drug is to treat malaria and it has not been proven to treat COVID-19. So why is the president of the United States of America pushing this drug? Ask yourself that question. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Hey, and share this with your friends, please. Um, you know, forward on the, uh, the link to the podcast, share it with your friends. This is very important. Well, okay, that's it. That's all y'all. And as I always say, go out and make it a great life.